Welcome to our Agile Tales, where we share the various successes and trials we've encountered as we navigate corporate levels and political waters to transform the business to be adaptable to this forever changing world. Today, we continue where we left off last time with Marina Alex as we discuss Agile in sales. If you haven't listened to the previous episode, please do so before listening to this one. A little bit about Marina before we start. Marina is an accomplished sales executive, an entrepreneur, management consultant, and an agile coach. Marina's extensive sales background gives her a unique understanding of how business works, allowing her to uniquely solve complex cultural and business problems. Marina is the author of Sway, Sales with Agile, which helps many sales teams across the world today. Let's welcome Marina back as we bring her on to explore Agile in sales. Hi, Marina. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on to our podcast, Our Agile Tales. Hi, everybody. And hi, everybody who loves change and don't afraid to change anything. For them, a special hi today. You mentioned earlier that when you build out a product or feature that it might take time to figure out if that actually sells, if it's successful in the market. So are there any leading indicators or ways in which sales can help product and engineering understand what might sell better in order to minimize the risk that something that is produced doesn't sell as expected? I believe that all answers we can find in our real customers. The problem is that salespeople, they know how to sell, but they don't know sometimes how to receive feedback and deliver this feedback to a a different department. That's why we create a system of continuous feedback from our customers. What do they really uh, need? Why they need that? What will be the best, like pain gains, like uh, belly proposition and all this stuff? We use it and help people, different departments, realized what our customers needs because the main idea of agile to put our customer first right because sometimes salespeople will promise um, a lot but sometimes for example i'm as a customer i don't need it right and your developers will create a lot of features but nobody needed understood well what about the case about sales trying to sell to all customers when it may not necessarily be the right customer to sell to. You know, as traditional sales is, it's all about increasing sales and money, and they might sell to a certain type of customer that isn't part of the strategy. So how do you kind of minimize that kind of sales where you're not selling to the wrong type of customer? Is that discouraged? And if so, how would that be done? Because we have planning session and we use our Sway Canvas. In our Sway Canvas, we have prioritization in part of like our customers. Who is our strategy customers? And we have prioritization because you're right. Sometimes we have many customers. For example, let me tell you last uh, story. Imagine one big company, 50% of our customers created 65% of our all money in organization. The average age of our 50% of our customers, 75 years plus. But our salespeople in our marketing, for some reasons, create a lot of activities in Instagram, in TikTok. 
But our customers, they are 75 years plus. They don't have TikTok. Probably they don't have email sometimes. But again, how we found this information? We found this information in analytics department. We call them data dealers. Usually those guys, they're looking for something. They found a lot of numbers and they love those numbers, but they never deliver those numbers for others. But we invited them in our demo, in our sales department, in our cross-functional teams. It was so funny. Like, oh, by the way, you know what? 50% of our customers create a 65% of our all mining organization. But I knew the answer and asked, what age, what average age of our customers? And data dealer told, like, very shy boy, like, 75 years plus. In my sales cross-functional teams, they were shocked. And then we created a portrait of our customers. We created value of proposition. We try to understand what do they feel, our customers, where we can find them, how we can make them happy. And they uh, change marketing strategy and focus for them uh, more than in TikTok with 25 likes. Nice, nice. But nice. again, it's about prioritization. It's about customers because sometimes we have a huge list of clients, customers, but who's our real customers? All right. So you have told us many stories and examples of how Agile works in sales, management, and even board. That is great. But I think it's time to be brutally honest. I think it's time to unveil Agile. So what are the top three Agile difficulties in your book? First of all, I don't remember. <laughs> I will tell you from my real life, right? But I, and you will check. Okay, let's, let's have a test. First of all, challenges is for sure it's change motivation. People like salespeople, they don't want to change motivation for sure. And communicate with marketing. This is one of the biggest challenges. But one more, I would say executives, they don't want to change themselves. And in my career, I would say it is one of the biggest challenges because people always say like, Marina, I'm like vice president. Last 25 or 27 years, I did it and it worked. And it's difficult to tell him, look, I understand. But unfortunately, now it doesn't work anymore. And imagine your 27 years experience became a zero. That's why they have a little resistance. Was I right? Maybe something else? What, what, what was in the Sway Guide? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is only personally for you. What is the yeah. topic? So there's no right or wrong answer. Let me add one more. Salespeople unfortunately, they don't want to understand uh, customer needs. They want to sell as usual and push customers, but for them just listen and ask open questions, sometimes it's very difficult because it's different sales approach to listen and ask questions. Before last 100 years, we talked a lot, we uh, manipulate by you, our job was to sell. And it's difficult for them. So I have to ask, what is the most disappointing or challenging transformation that you have worked on? I will tell you two stories. One was about a small organization. One was about big organization. 
one first organization it was a small organization they they sold big it's for they sold big machine for manufacturing it doesn't matter what they sold but it was b2b sector and they worked with government and one day business owner of the company decided okay let's work for everybody let's work for small companies as well it's completely different market it's completely different type of communication than government because in government you just sign one contract and after that you just everything selling by itself here you need to be very active and he invited me and he told me okay this is my friend this is my brother this is person from financial but she's great person she will be our sales and i told him look stop 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 it doesn't work like this you need to have professional people because agile doesn't teach you how to sell or how to be a great marketer and he told me no worries they're great people everything will be fine and my mistake was that i told yes six months every single sprint we delivered nothing because our people didn't know how to sell they didn't have a good level of professional skills which we needed to be able to achieve results. And my take, and after six months, we uh, closed the team. Imagine he paid a lot of money to me. I pay, I spend a lot of energy and we have results like zero. This is very painful when you have zero results and you work very hard. Anyway, my main lesson was that it's agile. It's not only about values of people. It's about professional skills. We need high level of professional skills. If you have very high level of motiva motivated people, but they don't know how to sell, I'm not sure if I can promise that they will double their sales. This is um, one thing. The second thing happened with me in the United States. One day I had one company and founder invited me to this company. And he told me, Marina, we will apply agile in sales. Everything will be great. And in my model, I realized that I have a founder who will help uh, with power and, and make all, uh, all decisions. But the problem was that in the United States, you can have founders who have no power at all. And CEO made all decisions and he didn't know about Agile at all. When I figure out the problem after three months and I told him, look, we need to invite him in our team. Other way it doesn't work because we need to change motivation. We need to change report structure and everybody report to this person. And he has no idea who I am and why, what I'm doing here. But he told me, no, 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 we shouldn't tell him about Agile. We should create Agile changes with big secret in the middle of organization. And I was in the middle of Agile transformation and I realized that it just, it's never happened. And I told him it's never happened, but he told me, no, 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 we will be in the middle. We will figure out it. But for sure, we didn't achieve any results because everybody reported to CEO and he didn't want to change anything. He was a huge fan of management and a lot of hierarchy. Yes, we change people for sure. We increase our sales. But when I left, unfortunately, Agile left with me probably. Oof. Yeah, two stories. Yeah. Well, let's go to something more positive. <laughs> Did <laughs> I scare you? <laughs> but it no. was a great takeaway. It is. You need, for agile transformation, for agile changes, you need people who be able to make a big decisions. Yes. Without that, it's difficult.
Yes, absolutely. But I am now curious, what is the most rewarding or fun transformation that you've been through? Good question. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, I have. Because I love all my clients and many of them will listen to this story, but I love everybody. Anyway, the most interesting for me was hospitality. I held one hotel before COVID with Agile Transformation. And do you know Spiral Dynamics? It's a difficult topic, uh, but many of you, you can Google it. It's a great idea about different levels and different colors. Anyway, he was orange. You understand what I'm talking about? Anyway, he was, let's call it, with very high level of entrepreneur mindset. He was a head of the hotel. He was a founder. And we created... First, our pilot teams we created in front line with housekeepers. Imagine housekeepers, like 20 people. And we, we started, we created pilot team with them because they were closest to our customers, to our guests. Because when you travel, you see front line, right? Reception and you see housekeepers. I remember my uh, first day when I came on the stage to explain about Agile to housekeepers. And I felt like, my gosh, how it's possible. <laughs> I always worked with very uh, high level of people. But anyway, and before I came like night before, and I took a lot of pictures of the dirty corners or dirty floor. And I created presentation about all this not very beautiful stuff, which I uh, took pictures yesterday. And I explained them, look, what do you think? What did I feel as a guest when I saw it at night when I came to the hotel? And we talked about customers and it was amazing. Long story by short way. It was amazing because it was so easy to receive feedback from your guest right now because you see them. And all our executive, and we moved very, it was a small hotel, like 400 people. We moved so quickly. We created a common team with sales and marketing. We applied agile in housekeeper. We started agile transformation with executives. Yes, we lost 50% of people and this hotel was on the island and it was difficult to hire. We had a lot of challenges, but we achieved all our financial results. And you know what? COVID came in, in our world and we spent one year to find the right people. And after that, we realized that we need to say goodbye to them. And it was very painful. And head of hotel and I, we came to uh, all our 400 people and we told them, look guys, we have no guests anymore. We have no money to pay salaries, but what should we do? And you know what? People self-organized in small teams, and we created six startups, and all those six startups created revenue while COVID time and delivery, cooking and delivery, online education for different families, online nannies, many six startups, and we were survived during COVID. And now this hotel, they bought four more hotels around, and they're very successful. I think I had a lot of fun because I could speak with customers right now and it, it was great. But I love all my customers. <laughs> They're all <Yeah>. equal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a, yeah, what a wonderful story. So you talk about hiring. So let's talk a little bit more about hiring. What are the 
differences in qualities that you would look for in person who work in an agile sales organization as opposed to a classic sales organization? And how do you let the candidates know that the company is operating in a new way of sales? And how do you attract those candidates? Mm-hmm. Because I have a big experience in agile transformation, I know that we have to invite head of HR from the beginning. That's why this person is always near me from first day. That's why we talked in the beginning, we always talked about values. Which values do we need? What kind of culture we're going to build in the organization? For example, now I believe it's critically important to have people with open mindset and who really loves to develop themselves and learn something new. The problem is that sometimes people, they achieve something in their life and okay, and sit and do nothing. Like, okay, I'm star. But in our world, it just doesn't work anymore. We need to learn every single day and be able, be open to new technologies, to new techniques and all this stuff. That's why this type of people are very important. This is first thing. The second thing it's about, let's call it hospitality or when you have a customer first, you care about them. It doesn't mean that you care only about your customers who buy your product. It means that you care about different departments. Financial people care about sales. Sales people care about every, everybody, uh, about security. I mean, it's about very high level of human uh, being or soft skills, you know. And for sure, number three, I would say it's entrepreneur mindset. Because some people, they are waiting when somebody will tell them what they should do. And at the same time, uh, different people will take responsibility for their ideas. In our world, we need to give a power people and freedom, but at the same time to give them responsibility for their actions. And not all people, they're ready for take responsibility for themselves. Yeah, that's why, yes, we create a, a specialist of values. We change our hiring process where we pay a lot of potential and attention personalities because we believe that experience, you can learn very fast if you want to, but to learn how to love people or love, educate yourself, it's not easy. Indeed, indeed. You mentioned that you help sales team to be agile in sales in a number of industries. So in your opinion, are there any industry segments where you think agile and sales may not work? I had uh, one bank, they had 50,000 small offices, like sales point, I would say, like 50,000. And only one person were sitting and selling something in whole country. And when they asked me to apply agile and sales, I, I told them, look, guys, you don't need it because you don't need a team. You have People who work uh, like by themselves, I mean, there are no make sense to create cross-functional teams and all this stuff. You can uh, apply some level of leadership uh, skills, like uh, workshops, whatever, but you don't need agile and sales. Agile and sales you need when you have different departments in one organization who, where you need to make decisions very quickly. When you have customers, it doesn't matter. It's healthcare because I have a lot of experience in healthcare or it's hospitality or it's brokers or it's TV right now in the United States. It doesn't matter. 
because you have uh, customers, right? And if you're happy and your customers are happy, maybe you're agile, you just didn't know that it's very, how to say, modern word, okay? But it's just, it, it sense. Indeed, indeed. So last question mm-hmm. for our listeners who are eager to try, mm-hmm. how would you recommend them to start? Okay, first of all, take Sway Guide probably under this podcast. We will or just find me in some social media. Anyway, Sway Guide, just download it, print it, and give it to everybody to read. The second thing, to, to find the worst sales team in your organization because there are less risks. People, they don't achieve the results anyway. That's why Agile, whatever, let's try and you will see a great result here for sure. And when you have any results, go to executives, have a presentation, show them like, guys, it works. We increase like 20% in these small teams. Let's scale it, but for the scale, let's work together and we will need your help as executives. Yeah, but uh, the first step to apply everything what you will read in Sway Guide, after one year, you can change everything anything but first year do everything what i brought and yeah and just have fun wow thank you so much marina for sharing with us how agile and sales operates now for those of you who are wondering what is sway guide you can actually get it in agileinsales.org and there will be the sway system thank you again marina i mean this is a very different way of thinking of sales and I have to say, I surely learn a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting. And I have a lot of fun to uh, answering for all questions. Level of questions were great. And I hope our audience are happy because our job to make you happy, guys. That's why we create this podcast today. Yes, I'm very happy. And you inspired me. I have so many ideas full of possibilities now. Thank you again, Marina. Appreciate Thank you very you. much. Thank you. That's it, folks. This concludes our discussion on Agile and Sales. Next time, we're going to explore beyond budgeting to understand on a deeper level what agility has to do with finance, HR, and management. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening to our Agile Tales. Feel free to ping us on our agiletales.com. <laughs>